0: This is Andy Perrow for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. I'm joined by Anthony Crolla, Million Dollar I know you've been around now for a while today, but I appreciate you hanging around once more. No, don't be daft so thanks be for daft. that.
1: No, appreciate it. It's um, it's in one of the last hard sessions before um, before next week. So I'm um, I'm in a good place. In a good place. Obviously, interviews and a bit of filming and stuff like that. That's all part and parcel of it. I can't I can't complain. Just talk to me
0: about this process now it's it's your last camp how is it how has it felt as time's gone on and progressed
1: at times um there is times where you know you think it's the last time this or i shouldn't complain or i shouldn't feel sorry for myself when things get hard because it's the last time but i try not to have thought about it It as my last camp i said once the fight got made that you start thinking like that you can get emotional and i'm an emotional guy anyway but you you start thinking of everything like that, then you start fighting on emotions, and it's very rare that you fight on emotions, it ends well. So I'm not thinking of this, it is my last fight, I'm not thinking this is my last camp, my last press conference, my last weigh-in, you know, my last ring walk, because if you start doing that, then emotions get involved, and you come away from the game plan, and I say it about boxing, it's you can keep a cool head in a hot kitchen, and I won't be doing that if I'm fighting on emotions.
0: Have you felt it at all? Have there ever been, has anything kind of made you realise was oh, the last thing that I'm going to do? No. Oh, that's the last time. Has anything at
1: all kind of crossed your mind like No, that? no, even like living the odd time when Joe says, Carl, this will be your last one of it. You know, it's a <sighs> tough session. Uh, or just, you know, without, when you're talking about it now, you think of it, but you try just to block that out. You try and block it out. And like I say, I can get as emotional as I want after it when I get back to the hotel or to my house or for days after it. But um, on the night, I've got to be strictly professional, and um, that's what I will be.
0: How difficult is it to maintain that level of
1: professional? Of course, I. Do you know I've? It's alright. Me saying all these things, it might come to, mark and I come apart. But no, I don't believe it will. But it's alright. I'm saying, you know, the right things. But you don't know like anything until so it actually acts out. It's time to act it out. And um, but I just I believe that you know I'm I'm there to do a job. Um, the opponent, listen, it's a fight I'm expected to win. There's no, no denying that. But you know, he's he's fought at a good level, fought for European title, lost on points with a very good fighter. So I've got, to, you know, I've got to make sure I'm on it. Um, so there's, and obviously, might be a bit more nerves than normal because you want to go out on a high. You know, you want to put in a good performance. I want to wake up that next morning and people say, "Oh, you've still got so much left in that." Cause it's better to be talking like that than you know, you've... I'm glad that's your last fight. Even like a, f- a week or so ago, the lads are sparred and I know that like, they're not just saying it to try and blow smoke, that's all I that. am. He says, Carl, that's the best i have seen you in a few years and, and I'd rather them at the same time where you go, oh, I don't know to do what I'm doing now. It's I'd much rather him be saying that than them saying, I'm glad this is your last one because they're honest with me. Um, but I was, you know, strong enough to think, no, that's it, I won't be talked into coming back like that.
0: I mean, it's interesting you do say that because everybody I've interviewed so far, everyone who's been here today yeah. training except for Joe, they've all said that this is the best they've seen you in a few years in, in, the, in the gym. And they've said but yeah. they have said it's to your face as well. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that?
1: It's like I just said, it's, you know, it's, it's, I'd rather them be saying that. And some of them don't believe me some of them go, you, you know, you'll have another one. And I'm like, no, I'm retiring. It's one of my, I'll look after myself after boxing, you know, I'll have a bit of a break and and stuff like that I just can't be getting drunk (laughs) and agreeing to a fight somewhere (laughs) but um, a few peronies later but no, listen it's the right time for me to bow out there's a few people close to me and a few people whose opinion I really respect that you know, think it's the right thing and I respect their opinion I
0: mean, one thing that I know Joe's in particular is very big on and he said it to me on numerous occasions that you guys who are currently in his stable, he sees you all as his last fighters, he doesn't see himself taking on anyone else unless it was a, a an extremely special talent, yes. effectively, because he kind of sees himself bowing out himself. With that in mind, it's kind of like your health perspective, that he said that when you see certain tragedies, i.e. Patrick Day just a couple of weeks yeah. ago, the consequences of boxing can have, these types of, of results, so
1: for him, it is big for you guys, to yeah, put yourself out, in the position you are, yes. and get out, yeah, totally, and, and he's right, and you know, you see that with Patrick Day, obviously I never knew him personally, yeah. or met him, but you see it, no one had a bad word to say about him, and everyone says what a lovely guy he was, and I don't think he needed boxing, I think he was a clever kid, come from a good family, and to think he's lost his life, doing something he loves, it's, it's heartbreaking, it's absolutely heartbreaking, and, um, yeah, you, you know, it's it's very rarely to that extreme but you carry on boxing too long and I say all the time, boxing takes more from you than you take from boxing and I, I don't want to be that guy. I've, I've seen it happen with people who I know very well. You know, they, they've got very little from boxing but I see how it's affected them now and their health later on in life. I've, I want to be an example to these young kids we help train in the amateur gym and stay involved in the sport and... Yeah, you don't... I believe that there's there's big fights out there where I can still pick up decent paydays, but, you know, when you're being honest, then it's not only a defeat statue but sort of while Lomachenko's got the belts, I'd always have to wait around, to see what he does, if it might be a year, whatever, to to try and challenge for them again. But there's, there's hard fights there where you pick up decent paydays, but Eliminators or something like that, it's... It's another time and the clock's ticking, isn't it? And you know, you like I said, listen, you carry on too long to pick up an extra bit of money. There's there's easier ways to earn money. You might not earn as much money, but there's easier ways to earn money. And I um boxing's been a huge part of my life, and it's it's going to be very hard to let go. But um, I've like I say I've got to be thankful for what it does and get away from retiring boxing now while I've got the upper hand. I
0: mean, what does? life after boxing hold for Anthony Crawler in the immediate future and then in the long term? Yeah,
1: I um, it holds me staying involved in the sport, whether it be, like I say, I, I train a young professional, Dylan Evans, who's been injured the uh, past few weeks, but he'll be back. Whether in the future I take on more professionals, I, I'm not sure it's something, but first of all, I'm going to spend time with the amateurs. At the amateur gym, I get a great, you know, pleasure out of that. Seeing the Young lads, some young lads work walk into a gym. You're not sure if they're ever going to box or not, and then they turn in and and they're having the first fight. That's like that's so rewarding, and you see them tri- changes people and what boxing does for them. Um, you know, there's always bits of punditry that pops up, and I'm you know very thankful to that to talk about what you love. Is um, the next best thing to doing what you love. So it's um, hope oh, there's there's bits of that. I mean, I'll. Hopefully, I'll come down here a bit, help Joe out whenever he needs. You know, an extra set of hands. I'd I'd be willing to, and with the lads and it's stuff like, like that. Up, you know, yeah, I don't friends. know about that after seeing it today, but uh, certainly some of the smaller lads. <laughs> but no, I just you know I'll. I'll boxing will be a huge part of my life. Still, it always has been, and it always will be. Obviously, I know you've just spoken about what boxing will have in your life after boxing, but. What about away from boxing? What do you intend to be doing with your downtime? I try and spend more time with my family with my little boy. He's he's football mad. Try and um, not be a pushy parent, but help him get the best out of that. Listen, he's six years old, but um, it's that. But there's not many things I get more pleasure out of than watching him train and stuff like that. It's as um, with his football, so I spend more time as a dad. And you know, there's things outside of the ring that you know, I've got going on, so I can, I'll be involved in them, um, some boxing related, and I just, do you oh, know, I'll get away more to watch the boys, that's for <laughs> sure, because that's something I miss, I can only get to the home games when I'm in camp, unless you're really close, but, um, yeah, I'd, I'd, you know, that's the kind of thing I do, um, I probably enjoy, not, you know, certain things like, you know, not being on a diet, being, um, spend even more time in coffee shops and stuff like that. I don't know. Do you know, but just, you know, enjoy life a little bit. Enjoy life a little bit. And um, but like I say, boxing will never be far from me.
0: What do you think is going to be the most difficult thing for you to give up when you do retire?
1: It's a good question. It's, um, I think it's just the thoughts. The thoughts of accepting that you're never going to walk out in that arena again to a crowd singing your name and that's not to sound like wow your ego or all like, that but that I said it and without sounding it's like it's one of them where unless you've done that well, you won't know until you've done it but it's just the buzz the the adrenaline you're so thankful to, to have that so that's you know getting your head around that's not going to happen again for you is pretty He's um, going to be probably the hardest because I can still come in and I still will time's coming keeping fit uh, stay a little bit fit doing the bags um, with, my, with my teammates my ex teammates so you can still do that and have that little bit of friendly competition but knowing that you're not going to be competing no more and there's not going to be any more big nights like that as a fighter yeah I'd say that I think just
0: looking at you then I might be wrong in saying this but just hearing you talk about just coming in just having a bit of like a yeah. A mess, not a mess around, but having you know, you go on the pads and helping the lads out, etc. It, it kind of also comes across that maybe it might reignite a little fire inside
1: you. Yeah, that's where I've got to be careful. <laughs> you know, I'm there, and if I'm seeing something, then I'm, I'm in the back That's why for a bit I probably shouldn't do that because you know, if you're back in the gym and you, you're you flying, you're thinking, What am I time for? and you've got people around you saying, Stop flying. It's um. I said, listen, it's, it's better for them to say it, like I said earlier, it's better for them to be talking like that than to be saying, oh, thank God you've retired. But, um, yeah, that's something I've got to be careful of. And, and I know the urge will be there, I'll tell you now, and I hope I wake up Sunday morning, November the 3rd, you know, saying, why have I retired? It's not, I hope I do wake up like that, rather than, like I've just said, thank God I've retired. But, you know, I've got to be strong enough and smart enough to know that's it. I know that you are in limited time now because you have got things to do, but... Do you just
0: want to go over a few fights through your career, well, looking at the the world title fights, effectively. Just starting off yeah. with Darius Perez, your your maiden world title yeah. fight, the first one, which was the draw. You look back on it, how how does it does it has it sunk in yet? That you wasn't yeah. given that decision.
1: Yeah, it, it has done. It, it sunk in pretty quick, really, because. Do you know I had a lot to be thankful for that night. And listen, there's I don't think there's one person in that arena that didn't think. I didn't win the fight. Like, generally, I don't remember ever seeing online that I thought crawler lost or, I thought, like, I had people say, oh, I didn't think it was, even people who said, I don't know if it was a robbery, but he definitely won the fight. I mean, I was, I was very, very unlucky, there's no denying that. But I had a lot to be thankful for after everything that had happened, to be boxing again, to walk out in front of that crowd. I had so much to be thankful for. So um, it sunk in straight away, but then I also had that attitude of, I can't, I've got a great chance of getting the rematch here because of the controversy. When I get that rematch, I want to make sure I take that chance. I mean, you just mentioned
0: the rematch, obviously, you knocked him out in the fifth round. Yeah. The fifth yeah. round. How much
1: pressure did you feel on yourself honestly, going into like, that rematch? Honestly, I'm not saying it like you could ask anyone. You've probably say the same. You might have heard me say the same. That is the calmest I've ever been going into any fight. I just believe that whether there is a thing called fate, whether everything does happen for a reason, I believe that night there was no way that I wasn't going to become world champion that night. I remember Eddie Irons said to me after, he said, I was fuming in the changing room because I thought, he's so relaxed, he's going to let this moment pass him by. And I knew, it was like, I knew that there was no way I was come. I was going to walk back to that dressing room, changing room, without that world title over my shoulder. It was, um, yeah, in a weird way, it should have been the most pressure that I've ever been on, but it because... If it didn't win that night, it's probably unlikely I'd get another world style shot, but I knew that it was meant to be that night.
0: There is that one brilliant photo of, you know, yourself and Eddie in the ring with the f- entire stadium oh, yes. just erupting well a stadium arena erupting yeah. when you picked it up. When you
1: look at that photo whenever you see it,
0: what does it bring back with regards Where's to the, the
1: memories? The one with Ismael Barroso, yeah. uh yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of my favourite pictures there is. It's um you see everyone like you say, erupting it was. Erupting and people was there and night say, so I'll never ever forget that noise when it was like eight, nine, seven. It's um yeah, it's something I'll never get bored of hearing or looking at. It's um, because that was the fight where you know very few people thought I'd win. defending the world title, walking into that arena world champion, walking back out as world champion, introduced off Michael Buffer. It was um yeah, it was it was one of the greatest nights in boxing, that without a doubt.
0: Obviously, moving on from those two fights, Jorge Linares.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: I don't really want to say any regrets, but if there's anything you could have done differently, it's...
1: do you know the first fight? Yeah. Like, I genuinely, people might say, "Oh, you're right," but um, you're not right. Sorry there was a point just before he buzzed me, I, I felt I was getting into a rhythm, I was getting that and I thought, I'm going to get him in the next round or two, I'm going to break him, and then start, um, you know, chopping him down, and I genuinely believe that, people might say different, but how I felt, you know, the fight was going, and he buzzed me, I think it was about the six and, and it zapped me, of just having that extra, in, in my punches, and in my feet, and uh, it gave him that belief, and listen, the first fight was a close fight, but, the right man won, without a doubt. Obviously, it won't rematch, but I really believe going into that second fight. I'm going to put this right now. I had a great camp. And uh, for the first time in my career, I got beat convincingly, and Orge was brilliant that night. It was one of his career best performances. There's no denying it. He was uh, absolutely fantastic. So it was hard to take in the sense of, do I've done everything right, I've just been well beat like that against the guy who I thought was going to reverse it, at the decision, whereas in the... In the camp, like I said, I don't I didn't cut no corner, so I also had to accept, you know, I done everything asked of me. I just simply got beat off the better man on the night and I did. I did, but um yeah, there's certainly no regrets. You boxed for the greatest prizes in the sport. You know, the ring magazine belt was on the, the line and I boxed a fantastic fire. Was
0: there any surprise in the second match in the second match, in the second fight, just how much Ho
1: stepped it up? I think he got it so right tactically, of moon, didn't never held his feet. Um I expected him to stand a little bit more at times, he didn't. And, you know, he, he was brilliant. He was brilliant. It was one of his career best performances in an unbelievable career. There's no denying that. I'm sure he'd say the same. Um, obviously, it was a surprise, element I because I wasn't expecting it. Um, otherwise, I would have done something about it. But no, he was very good.
0: Well, obviously, I know you fought Ricky Burns, amongst a couple of us, in the build up to Vasil yeah. Lomachenko. Again, whenever you watch that bout back with Vasil, what can you take from it?
1: In, Listen, I think for I mentioned it then the second one. Irish fight was the first time that I've been beat convincingly. Do you know, like, where really well, but even in that fight, there's still a lot of times you know I feel comfortable going forward, looking to get my own shots off. Whereas you know, just being honest, with Lomachenko, stylistically, is a nightmare for for most fighters, but certainly was for me. Um, he, he was that he was in there. And it was almost the thing where you thought, when it, when he went through the gears, it was almost a bit like, I've just got to wait for him to stop it. I can't do, I can do very, very little about this. And and that was it. And, and I think, should have I tried to put it on him from the start, but I might have walked on to something earlier. Um, obviously, the, listen, the ending wasn't the prettiest at all, but it was much worse than what it looked. But your pride hurt a little bit. But I just wanted to give a much better account of myself, but he didn't allow me. Like I said, I think I caught for a really ruthless Lomachenko that night. He was fantastic and he was out there to really make a, a statement and every credit to Vasil that he did. Um, but again, there's, there's no regrets. Great experience fighting over in LA, topping the bill in America, you know, at the Staples Centre, friends, family who's come over to watch us. Very blessed to have that. And listen, the end result certainly what wasn't what I wanted, but... Um, Great experience and, yeah, I was in the ring with an all-time great, one of the best to do it, without a doubt.
0: Is he your pound for pound number
1: one? Yeah, I'm a bit biased, but, yeah. yeah. I uh, I always say about the debate between him and cool. Terence Crawford, they're my two, um, but because he's not me out, I'll say Lomachenko.
0: <laughs> yeah. Obviously, all roads lead to next Saturday night, Frank yeah. A again. Yes, I don't know if you wanna you wanna yeah. give it a go. No, I'll leave you with it.
1: Why <laughs> the delay in the announcement on who I, you're going to play. Honestly, because he's had a full camp as Frank. He's not like he's got off the couch, you know, with two weeks to go. Genuinely he's had a full camp. But I'm not sure to be honest. I genuinely don't know. I know there's talk about some title being on the line now. I don't know whether it it's will do now. Something like that. I don't know whether it will now or not. Um, and people say, you know, your last fight, what well, it doesn't really make sense. So probably not. But I don't know. Um, yeah, and it's not. Listen, I'm. I'm not. Um, it'd be around the bush. It's a fight I'm expected to win and win well. But he did fight for a European title last year. I think it was last year against Taita, who's who's a good fighter, and he lost on points to him. So, you know, Frank, he's. He's not coming over here to lose. He's at He's coming over here to win. He takes my name. He's, he puts him right in the picture. So obviously when you talk about nerves, I'm always very relaxed. Um compared to most fighters and people around me will say that, but there will be a bit of nerves there because I've got everything to lose. It's the last fight and it's a fight I want to win I want to put in a performance. But it's I'm not sure like say what the delay was, but it's um it's happening now and you know, a few names got about I was I have a bit back three names was put to me and I was saying, you know, whoever um, I'm not sure exactly, I'm not sure exactly, I can't really answer that, I'm probably not the man to answer that, but I've trained hard, you've seen today, I'm in a good place, and um I can't wait till November the 2nd. I mean, there was
0: that, that surprise element when it was announced with regards to it being so late,
1: yeah. was there ever maybe a bit of thought in your mind as to what was going on? I know it was, uh, it was things sort of behind the scenes that needed sorting out, but um there's never a time when I thought I wasn't going to fight and stuff like that. Like I Like say, I've had a good comp. I'm sure he has. Um, yeah, I just, I'm just i not too sure what the delay was, really, to be honest. I mean, what can you tell
0: us about Frank Finn and yeah. um, what what
1: <laughs> should we expect? I'll be honest, I've not seen loads of him, but like I said, he's fought Europeans that lost on points, so he's not a mug. He's not going to come over here to like that, and he's going to come over here. To, to you know to cause a huge upset, um I've gotta be I've gotta be on it. I've gotta be on it and I wanna put in the performance. I really do. Um and so other than that, like I say, I want I want to wake up Sunday morning and people say, Oh you've got so much more to give but that'll be it.
0: Now do you know yet if you're going to be headlining or Katy Taylor will be headlining?
1: Um I'm Positive. Well no no I've been told yeah I'm I'm certainly last on. You're last on again. Yeah, I think you know, i I've got massive respect for Kate. Yeah. But obviously it makes sense to put us last on um she's an unbelievable fighter and um proud to be on the same bill. And uh, what she's done for me in the boxing is unreal, but yeah, I'll be um I'll be last on November the second.
0: And last few things before I do let you shoot off away from yourself. Obviously we saw Callum Smith in the gym today, getting yes. ready for John Ryder. How's great. Callum been looking?
1: It hey, looks fantastic, you've seen it today, it looks you know, you know, big, strong and powerful, isn't it? But there's so much more to it with Callum. I say it all the time, technically, um, very, very complete fighter and if you know in the amateur fighters who I work with who say watch lad Callum Smith be one of those to tell to watch, you know, he does does everything correct for a taller guy, he fights such a great inside fight as well. Um he's great to watch, great to train alongside. Does
0: he shock you at all that he does make super middleweight? It's
1: honestly the amount of people who ask me, it it would shock me if I wasn't close to him. And that's the truth, it would. But um, he genuinely, it's not easy, but I've seen fighters struggle a lot more yeah. than than what he does to make that weight. And that's he can still make super middleweight. I think the time will come when he moves up. But um, he, he can still make super middleweight, yeah, without a doubt. I just want to get a quick few predictions before I do let you shoot off yeah. this weekend. Regis Prograde, Josh Taylor, will be Super Series final. your thoughts? I can't wait. Listen, I'm... I'm going Josh Taylor points, but I'm not. It's not a confident pick. I've only seen a bit of Regis, but I, I like what I've seen. And do you know what he's got? He's got very good timing, timing, beat, speed. I always remember that from your Vernon Forest, Shane Mosley. But I just I watched Josh Taylor in twenty twelve in the wildcard, and um, ever since that day, I've always been really, really impressed. I've always kept an eye out for him from um, winning the Commonwealth Games, and um, what he's done in such a short times. It's only about his 14 fight, isn't it? 15, 15, 15, 15. fight. He's beat, you know, your postals, Baron jealous yeah. I'm, not. He's, um, I'm going for Josh on points, but I cannot wait for it. And on that undercard, we see Derek Shazora versus David Price again in your thoughts, Anthony? Yeah, yeah he's, listen, we don't know. There's no denying there. Big Price goes in a huge underdog. I like both lads. um And Price is one of the nicest guys you could meet in British boxing. It's just listen, it's it's hard, like there's no denying. Like I was a, as an amateur at the same time both of these was in you know on England camp and there was no denying, I'm sure Derek it. Pricey was levels above him, levels and levels above him. But the pros work out very different. Derek's had this whether you'd say an Indian summer or whatever, like this form late in his career, he looks he looks fantastic. But you just Listen, there's no denying you've got to make Derek favourite to win. And you you know, if you were a betting man, you would. But that last fight with Pryce, uh, um Dave Allen, it might have ticked a box of doing ten was it ten rounds? Yeah. At a good two. pace, boxing well, yeah. that might have ticked a massive, massive mental block with him. And that's what makes it interesting again with them too. And the last couple of quick things. Tossing Fury going into the WWE now. He'll four
0: ton fair to... play.
1: Fair play to him. He um, he's getting paid fantastic money for not taking those punches. Um for not taking punches to the head. Oh well, I don't know. Some people are disagree, but <laughs> nah, I think listen, great for him, profile you forget that. Don't forget that company, the WWE, it is huge. And it'll only um, make him one of the most popular fighters in the world. And Nigel Ben
0: announcing his retirement, a son of retirement. His return yes. from retirement yeah. against Sakio Bika, Your thoughts on Nigel's decision to do so?
1: Yeah, it's it's not denying. It's a strange one. Nigel Ben is someone who, like most young, but like, you look up to, and and I remember watching him and Gerald McLennan, and the horrible thing that happened after the fight, yeah. but. That is one of the best fights I've ever seen, one of the most brutal fights I've ever seen. I remember watching at with Nana and Grandad as a young kid, probably eight or nine or something. Um, unbelievable fight, always done for British boxing. And I just, you know, I can't lie. I, like most, I can only, only worry. Coming back at 55 years old, he looks in fantastic shape for his age. But I just worry in the sense that, I mean, some people would say you've got to respect him, and you have in the sense. Saki Bika, I and always. Past his best but up until was it two years ago. He was fighting he was fighting at world level and um I just worry, I just worry that's all. Um I can't I certainly wouldn't advise it whatsoever, but um whatever happens, I just hope he comes out safe and that's all that's all there is to it.
0: Before I do let you shoot off Anthony
1: The last word with
0: yourself What would you like to say everybody Ahead of yeah. your last dance next That's Saturday night nice. Next
1: Saturday um, tune in or Whenever you come into the show I appreciate you I always say those people that buy tickets um, Over the show on the night I'm forever grateful for you And um, yeah let's go out of a bank I can't wait for it Anthony Crawler, as always I appreciate your time Thanks for to, to myself man. on Boxing Social Nick, Good to see you mate Good to see you as always Cheers.